Welcome to the English Eden Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Hawk, and today we'll be looking at the tricky topic of gerunds. We'll touch on all the verbals in this episode, but the other important verbal, the participle, will be addressed in its own episode later. In order to understand gerunds, we need to see how they stem from the building blocks of the English language. Any English sentence needs to contain a noun, a person, place, or thing to work as a subject, and a verb, the action of the sentence. Gerunds can be difficult because they blur the lines between a verb and a noun. When studying a foreign language, it is a pretty common practice for learners to study verbs in their infinitive form. The infinitive form of a verb is the base form of the verb, the form without any suffixes or helping verbs attached, that is preceded by the word to. Some examples are to be, to play, and to kill. When I first started learning Spanish, the first verb that I was taught was ser, which in that form is an infinitive that means to be. The verb is then changed based on the subject, like I am, you are, she is, or it is changed based on the tense, like was and being. To make a verbal, a verb is changed at the end to change the meaning or purpose of it. A gerund looks like a verb because it is a word that typically works as a verb, like the word jump. But an ing has been added to the end to make jumping. This verb form jumping is only really a gerund if it acts like a noun. That is why so many students struggle with gerunds. They disguise themselves as verbs, but they act like nouns. Picture gerunds like an imposter, someone who looks harmless but has ulterior motives or other jobs to do than one would expect. To remember the difference between gerunds and participles, a gerund has an N in it because it acts like a noun. The participle has an A in it because it acts as an adjective. To get back to gerunds, we need some examples. An example of an ing ending verb actually working as a verb would be a sentence like, I was running to the store. In this sentence, the thing that looks like a verb, running, is the action that the subject I is doing, so it is the verb. The same verb-looking object can be a gerund if used as a noun. And verb-looking thing is a good descriptor of a gerund, because an easy way to spot a gerund is to try to replace it with the phrase, this thing. If the sentence still makes sense, then you have a gerund on your hands. This verb-looking thing, running, is a gerund in a sentence like, running is my favorite pastime. In this sentence, we can test the word running in two ways to see if it is a gerund. The first is to look in the sentence for the main verb and try to find the subject. Gerunds often serve as the subject. In the sentence, the main verb is, is, and there's no clear noun to serve as a subject before it. This means that we probably have a gerund. The other way to test is to replace the suspected gerund with the phrase this thing and see if the subject makes sense. So then we would say this thing is my favorite pastime. While vague, the sentence makes sense, so the word running is a gerund, looking like a verb but acting like a subject and noun. Another example is the word reading. As a verb, reading would be used like, John was reading in the park. Reading in this example is the action that John is completing, and therefore is working as the verb. In the sentence, Sarah's favorite homework is reading. Reading works as a predicate noun, and can easily be replaced by the phrase, this thing. Sarah's favorite homework is this thing, and retain meaning. One more example. Uh, writing as a verb would be used like, my students are writing essays. 
Writing is the action that the students complete, and it has a tense or time associated with it, so it is working as a verb. A gerund example would be, writing papers is like torture to the students. In this sentence, writing is a gerund, and papers is the object of the gerund, making a gerund phrase. Replace the phrase, writing pa papers, with the phrase, this thing. This thing is like torture to the students, and it is clear that this is a gerund phrase. Looking for a, a subject for the verb is also leads to no clear noun, which indicates that a gerund has stolen the noun's place. One last example, gerunds can also be used as an object of a preposition, which is the job of a noun. In a sentence like, by cleaning, Debbie ensured a relaxing evening for herself. Cleaning is the gerund that looks like a verb, but ends in ing and is working as the object of the preposition by. You can replace it with this thing, by this thing, or by doing this thing, Debbie ensured a relaxing evening for herself. No matter where a noun should be in a sentence, a sneaky gerund can disguise itself as a verb and take the place of that noun to refer to an activity as a thing rather than an action. The hardest part is taking the time and searching for gerunds and their phrases, and taking and searching are big ones. Thank you for listening and be sure to look for my upcoming episode on the participle so that you can be a master of verbal identification. As with every episode of English Eden, the show notes will be attached so you'll have the script of the show so you can follow along if you're struggling to see my examples by listening. And then there will also be problem um, examples at the bottom of the script with answers associated so that you can test your newly learned skills. Mm -hmm.